This is the Significant Man Recharge Show. I'm your host, Warren Peterson, and welcome to the 5-Minute Friday. In today's world, at first glance, it seems like science and Christianity are opposites, like they have nothing to do with one another, and that they're about as far apart as anything could be. But is that true? Is it true that Christianity and science are opposites? Is it correct to think that they have nothing to do with one another? My view is that no, Christianity and science are not opposites. And to begin with, I want to share some on the starting point, the origin of our modern scientific method. Modern science as we know it today began in Western Europe in the 16th and 17th centuries, during the time we refer to as the scientific revolution. One of the most famous men of this era was Copernicus, and in 1543, he published his heliocentric model of our solar system. Following after that was Kepler, sharing his laws of planetary motion, Galileo observing the sky with his telescope, Newton sharing his discoveries about gravity, and so on. During the scientific revolution, humans saw great advances in scientific methods and knowledge. Now, it's worth noting here that these discoveries all took place within a culture that was based on Christianity. Copernicus was a devout Catholic for all of his life. Kepler was a devout Protestant who planned on first being a minister. Newton spent more of his life devoted to theology than he did to science. He would spend days and weeks immersed in Bible study. Newton's predecessor at Cambridge was a man named Isaac Barrow, and he said the only reason we can have confidence in an experiment being repeated with the same results is that God has created a set of laws in nature that are consistent. He wrote that we have no reason to believe that nature is inconsistent, as that would imply that the great author of the universe himself is unlike himself. Rene Descartes, the philosopher and scientist, wrote, God alone is the author of all the motions in the world. Robert Boyle, who's considered the father of modern chemistry, said that God's creation operates according to a fixed set of laws which he alone established. The list of famous scientists and their faith, it's, it's much longer than I can detail in one short podcast episode, but it's extensive to say the least. And none of these scientists thought of their work as opposite from their faith. They didn't see Christianity and science at odds with one another at all. And an important question here is, why did the scientific revolution take place in Christian culture? Why did it happen there and not in other parts of the world or other cultures? Clearly, and this is a given, there have been important individual additions to math, to astronomy, to science from around the world, including the Greeks, Romans, Egyptians, Asians, plenty of others. But none of the other parts of the world produced the scientific revolution that we saw in the 16th and 17th centuries in Christian Western Europe. Now, part of the reason that this took place under Christianity is that there needed to be a certain set of beliefs about the natural world to begin with. Without those foundational pieces in place, there's no, well, foundation to build on. And one of those foundational pieces was that God, the God of the Bible, created everything and that this new scientific method could be used to prove God's creation, to show that the order exists in nature, in the skies, and in math. In Newton's studies, he was seeking to validate 
that there were actually fixed laws of nature in the first place and that they could be discovered by mankind. So the idea that nature itself, the universe, was governed by a set of fixed laws and principles established by God, that was a critical foundational piece at the start of the scientific revolution. Science was not in conflict with Christianity. Rather, it was being used by Christians to strengthen the faith by discovering the order and the operation of the universe that God had created. Now, be sure to subscribe to this show wherever you listen to your podcasts. Give it a rating and a review. Five stars is, of course, the desired number of stars. Your ratings, your reviews, they help other people find the show. So thank you for that. And head over to significantman.com and subscribe to our free Intel email series. Every week, I write a short piece to inspire, to teach, to inform something that you can use throughout the week. So head over to the website and do that today. All right. Enjoy the next show. Music.